0: Welcome in to a Thursday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Now you actually get Bruce Hooley, other than people just talking about Bruce Hooley. Aren't you lucky? Let's hope. Uh, It will be our final show of the week, as we will not be on the air tomorrow on Good Friday, which is um, a nice perk of working at Salem, that they uh, allow us to take uh, a day, the day, uh, to somberly reflect on the death of Christ and the promise of what is to come. So uh, we will enjoy that time with uh, my family tomorrow, and I hope all my colleagues enjoy that day with their family. Uh, We have a lot of headlines to get to, a lot of uh, problematic gains by the left and uh, issues that certainly need to be reined in as it concerns uh, the indictment of President Trump and all the other ways that the left manifests itself as the overwhelming and overriding threat to the kind of country we all grew up in and love. But before we get into all of that, I probably, because I I guess was uh, a prominent feature of the last 10 minutes of the Mike Gallagher show, I probably should address it. I don't like to lead with myself, and I don't think that this, uh, speaking about it first, indicates at all that I think it's the most important thing. But I've been encouraged to touch on it, because if you're listening on our air and you hear me talked about and then I come on, it's kind of weird and stupid why I don't address what's going on. Um, first of all i don't know Mike Gallagher very well I've only met him I don't even know if I met him when he was here for the talkers tour in October um, He hosts the show before me as you obviously know uh, my show when it moved from five pm to seven p uh, five to seven pm into this midday time slot uh, at a request that I made so that I could time up uh, my show time with um, taking my girls to school uh, in this neighborhood uh, we took an hour away from Mike. Um, which, you know, that's just a fact. I don't know if that enters into anything he said. I don't mind being talked about, criticized. Uh, That's uh, something that you've got to be used to and accustomed to in radio. Uh, Certainly, when you're going to criticize someone else, which I definitely criticized Mike the other day, when we were talking about the insatiable, unrelenting need to 100% approve of everything Donald Trump does, or if you even want to listen to the possibility that someone else might be a better candidate for president on the Republican side of the ticket in 2024, you are disparaged as not really a conservative, not really a Trump supporter, all those kinds of things. That's what I was talking about. And I used in the course of that discussion a reference to the fact that I just heard Mike Hawk free Trump t-shirts t-shirts that say free Trump. They aren't free. And I used that as an example of the fact that I thought it was not the greatest look for someone to profit personally off the sale of those t-shirts. There was no notation on Mike's website that the proceeds of that t-shirt sale went to Donald Trump's campaign, which I have since been apprised of by my station management when Mike reached out to them and told them that was the case. But upon being apprised of that yesterday, I did say, and I still feel, that that is as bad or worse than personally profiting off the t-shirt yourself because you are, right now, before we ever engage in the primary process, advantaging the campaign of one Republican candidate over all others. I will, as I've said before, definitely vote for Donald Trump for president in 2024 if he is the Republican candidate for president. But I would like to have the opportunity to evaluate other candidates, and I will not be part of any effort to tell other candidates they cannot get in the race because doing so would be disloyal to conservativism, disloyal to the Republican Party, disloyal to Donald Trump. I'll be loyal to Donald Trump if he's my candidate, because I feel like he will best represent my desires for the direction our country would head as the leader of our country. But it doesn't mean that on April the 6th, 2023, I'm ready to commit to Donald Trump as my candidate or advantage his campaign over the campaigns of any other announced candidate or any other future candidate. If I could be guaranteed that Donald Trump could be and would be disciplined, In his campaign approach, in his third run at the presidency, I could get a lot more excited about his candidacy. But as I scan the headlines today and preparing for the show, I see the same thing I see every day. The same thing I talk about every day. And alarming assault on truth and common sense. And we need a president in 2025 elected in 2024 to beat back the ever-escalating assault of evil in our country. If we don't get that kind of president in 2024, and we decidedly will not get that kind of president if a Democrat is elected, then I shudder to think what our country will be when the next opportunity to elect a Republican president comes around in 2028 because we have approximately half of the country with the power of the office of the presidency behind it that believes minor children should be allowed to cut off healthy body parts in a demonic effort to become a sex opposite of the sex they were born. We have approximately half the electorate that will either openly endorse or silently stand by and allow a revolving door on the southern and now, ever more so, the northern border of our country. We have approximately half of an electorate. That believes that you can, as a parent, have the right to decide in complete opposition to all science. Allow your child to attempt to become a boy or a girl when they are in fact the opposite of that. But, as a parent... You are not allowed to go to a school board meeting and object to pornographic books being in your school library. I could go on about the weaponization of the Justice Department and the portion of the electorate, approximately half, that thinks that's okay. Not to mention the portion of the electorate that thinks it is just fine, even though 70% admit the prosecution of Donald Trump is political. Only half will say, eh, I'm a little uncomfortable with that. Which means there's a 20% group of people who say, yeah, I know it's a political prosecution, but I'm okay with it. That terrifies me. Not because of me, but because of what kind of country that will mean for my daughters and the grandchildren that I don't have yet, but hope to have. So in order to push all that back behind the advancing gains the left has already made, I would like to think that the people who are presumably united against those things could not get so uh, afflicted with their personal agendas and criticisms of their t-shirt sales on their own website. That they could join forces with the rest of the people who believe like they do. And we could fight the big fights, not just the tiny fights that scratch the scabs on our ego. Yeah, I'd like to hear about Ron DeSantis as a president. I like when I look at Ron DeSantis and I see that he'll take the liquor license away from a hotel in Miami because it hosts a drag show. I like a candidate like Ron DeSantis who will get laws passed in his state that make doctors and surgeons think twice about whether or not their medical license is worth engaging in mutilation of children in surgeries. Do you remember what Florida was like before Ron DeSantis? I do. You know DeSantis won by 20 points in his last election? Do you remember the 2000 presidential election? Do you remember hanging chads? I remember. I remember that we almost had Al Gore as president. I remember a state that was decided by 537 votes. Do you remember Obama won Florida twice? I do. So, yeah, I'd like to consider Ron DeSantis. And, yeah, I think it's a little silly, a little petty, and a little self-aggrandizing to question those who would dare say, I'd like to hear from some other candidates. I'm not just ready to totally pledge my allegiance to Donald Trump at this point in time. That is the point I was making. That is the point I will always make. And if it offends anybody, I don't care. Because I don't need this job bad enough to grovel for anybody's approval in doing it. I don't answer to anybody but the Lord above in in the items that I discuss. I pray about stewarding this platform to His pleasure every single day. And that's what I'll try to do. And if this is the last day I do it, I'll walk out with a clear conscience. So I don't think it's an accident that on the first day of Passover, uh, rockets, 34 of them, are being aimed and sent into Israel. As I've said many times, I will always say, if you are not on the side of Israel, you are on the wrong side. America better never, never retreat from its allegiance to Israel or, well, we will be lumped in with all of those who will suffer uh, a crushing defeat for their opposition to Israel. And there are many nations, and they all surround Israel, who are open with their hatred of the Jewish state and their attempt to eradicate the earth of the Jewish state. But that will not happen, because Scripture tells us it will not happen. This is, of course, a fight that has been going on since the Israelites left Egypt in the Exodus, which we talked about yesterday with the woke rabbis in Columbus who want to insert abortion rights into the Passover Seder the history of Israel being attacked and yet still surviving uh, testifies to God's faithfulness to the Jewish nation. I mean, we how far back do you want to go? You want to go back to like uh, 1300 B.C. when the Jews actually arrived in the Holy Land? You want to go back to, uh, what, 957 B.C. when Solomon built the temple the first time? Do You want to go back to... Uh, 515 B.C., when the Jews returned from Babylonian captivity and the second temple was built. And you want more modern stuff? I mean, we can go to the miracle of the Six-Day War in 1948, when all the nations around, excuse me, 67 was the Six-Day War. 48 was when Israel declared its independence. And it was surrounded by hostile states then, and by 1967, they were going to wipe Israel off the face of the earth, except, oh, by the way, it only took Israel six days to annex all the territory of a lot of those nations that wanted to take it out, and then what did Israel do that gave the, gave the land back? Some immediately, some later, through peace negotiations and the like. Camp David Accords, blah, 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 blah. What doesn't change is that Israel and the Jewish people have always been under attack by people who hate them. And so it's not a surprise that... Palestinian factions lobbed 34 rockets into Israel today. 25 were intercepted by the Iron Dome technology, which is phenomenal. But five did hit Israeli targets. And, of course, this is when Jews are celebrating the Passover. Now, uh, we've talked about and we will talk about, I think, again today, the Stand with Israel tour. What you may not know, you may have heard, you know, you hear about the Temple Mount and you hear about a lot of historic sites. If you read the Left Behind books, you know, Revelation. Obviously, those are very, um, very important landmarks. What you may not know is that right now on the Temple Mount, Jews are not allowed to pray on the Temple Mount. They're allowed to go there, but they're not allowed to pray. And they're really hassled when they do go there because you know what is there? A mosque. A mosque is on the Temple Mount. That's right. A Muslim mosque. And so you can go, go to the Stand with Israel tour. My guess is you'll probably go to the Temple Mount. But Jews are definitely made not to feel welcome there. And of course, that will change big time in the last days. So I always pay attention when I see attacks on Israel because they are, of course, politically significant now, but they are... Uh, even more significant for events that are yet to come. And I don't purport to know, and nor do I tie myself up in the weeds of trying to know exactly what the entire book of Revelation means. Because I know what the general theme of it is. The the Bruce Willie Cliffs Notes version of a revolution is <laughs> that those who oppose the Jews will lose. That I know for sure. Okay? Pre trib, mid-trib, post trib. I don't really invest in it because what's the point? It's going to happen, how it's going to happen. And I know who wins, and that gives me great comfort. But how they win, how it unfolds, I don't know. But I know this. There's not going to be the Al-Aqsa Mosque on top of the Temple Mount when the last days occur. Now, here in Columbus, uh, we have our own Armageddon-type deal with crime. Five homicides in 48 hours? Wow, and not one Andrew Ginther press conference talking about how this is unacceptable. We will not put up with this anymore. One of the homicides, a 15-year-old girl found dead in the street. A 15-year-old girl. We had an 8-year-old boy last night who accidentally shot himself in the face So um, the crime crisis in the city of Columbus does not change. Of course it does not change. We have an all-Democrat city council. We have a Democratic mayor. We have a Democratic prosecutor, Democratic law director, Democratic everything. Hence we have a once great city that is no longer nearly as great as it used to be. And as long as people in the inner city continue to vote for Democrats, nothing will change. Well, that's not exactly true. Something will change. It will get worse. It will get worse. Yes. The 15-year-old girl has been identified. I don't know that there's any point in me giving her name. Uh, She is by her name only. I'm going uh, off her name that she is of Hispanic ethnicity. Uh, Her death is being investigated as a homicide. If you needed the Captain Obvious sentence from the Channel 10 report. Yes, 15-year-old girls do not generally show up dead in the street. Police officers received a call about a female victim found outside in the 4700 block of Sullivan Avenue was not breathing at 525 p.m. on Monday. So they're, I guess they kept the investigative details of this secret for a while, and they're now trying to find out uh, what was going on. As for the 8-year-old boy, this happened. Uh, 3,000 block Bay Spirit Drive near Pickerington. Taken to Nationwide Children's Hospital, listed in stable condition. Good for him. Um, he is expected to survive. That, uh, of course, is good news. No child charges filed in relation to that as of yet. So those are your local crime headlines and your major national story that might fly under the radar because we are, of course, obsessed with all things Donald Trump, and we are obsessed with all things Dylan Mulvaney. Dylan Mulvaney. Yes. The uh, caricatured woman, Dylan Mulvaney, who is a man, and who will always be a man, um, is indicative of where our culture is headed, which is what I talked about in segment one, and the need to unite as conservatives and push back and never accept these lies being told to us as truth.